Episode one, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. What did you think? Well, we've heard your commentary. Yeah, I did, the full, that, run, I did the yeah. full run through. I know. And what what's remarkable is that you managed to watch it a second time without stopping. I know. I, I was thinking that. I was actually thinking when I was watching this episode, am I going to like it more than the first time? Because I hated it the first time, if I'm honest. Okay. I'll tell you why later. But I'm, I'm interested to know what your thoughts are. My thoughts... I had high expectations, honestly. When you think about She-Hulk um, and you think about what Disney have done and they're trying to sort of really promote themselves as a great streaming platform and they've got... They do have a phenomenal catalogue, you know, when you actually think about over the last 50-odd years. Um, but, man, I think they mess up. I mean, this is a... I, I generally think they do mess up. So, one of the things that... I didn't like about it in my from my expectations from my expectations I thought you know what Hulk wham bam Superman or Superwoman in this case <laughs> and I, there was none of that I, I'm gonna pull you up on the expectations things first so I because I had low expectations going into this that's because you probably watched the YouTube trailer. I watched the, the trailer. And they were terrible. So the trailer was terrible. <laughs> yeah, they were absolutely awful. And also, there ha- I know Marvel's done these TV series before, but there have been a number of TV series where I wasn't completely thrilled by what they did. Especially Loki, if I'm honest. Yeah, but those if you think about those things, like Kenobi or Loki or any of them, in some respects, they're not particularly simple stories. She-Hulk is... Literally, the female version of a thing, isn't it? Basically, you're going to hit somebody. You're going to, you're going to, it's going to be strength. It's going to be, you know, leap a thousand miles or whatever. How, how can it... No, but they're how trying... How can it be so... They're, they're trying to do the whole, you know, the duality of being a human and then being a Hulk, aren't they? But the, the difficulty I think they're finding, we'll talk about this a little bit more, is that, you know... I mean, episode one is basically her origin story. So we haven't really seen... Which I had a real problem with. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, we, we haven't really seen the human part of her. So the first episode, you know, watching through it, she basically just... You see her and she goes, Hi, I'm She-Hulk. <laughs> and then she goes, she goes, Hi, I'm Jennifer and I'm also She-Hulk. And then she goes, Look at my origin story. And then we spend 30 minutes looking at her origin story. Right. Well, first of all, can I just play one thing? It's one, one thing I completely forget. Forgot, sorry. These episodes, when you look at Disney's, when you go to Disney Plus and you look at the length of the episodes, it's like 37 minutes. They have about seven minutes of bloody credits. I think they should be honestly saying they did, it's they only did. 28 think, minutes. Or I think tw- it, yeah. Stop trying to pretend. I think the Disney episode, I think it's listed at around 38 minutes, at which the, the actual episode stops at 30 minutes and starts yeah. at one minute. So it's actually a 29-minute episode. I, and I think the previous, in the following episode stopped even earlier. So, the, so I, I, I feel cheated. I feel cheated. If I, okay, so that's the first thing. And secondly, I agree that it's a bit of a weird start. And you know, this, They're trying to do a Deadpool thing of trying to talk to the audience and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, Deadpool, whether you like it or not, it was always after a really funny action sequence. Or it was about to become a really funny action sequence. It wasn't like... Yeah, here's I, a continuation I'll, of a story. I'll give them, I'll give them a little bit of props for the fourth wall stuff, and only because historically She-Hulk was breaking the fourth wall before Deadpool. 
Okay, so I, I, in the I comics, accept that. I've so never read it in the comics. Yeah, I could so, be bothered. So She-Hulk was breaking the fourth wall, even in the comics, and it was before Deadpool. I, the question is, with all these things, is, you know, someone will always say what I just said, which is, oh, She-Hulk used to break the fourth wall, and therefore she's got license to break the fourth wall again. Agreed. I have no problem with that. The issue is, are they doing it effectively? Just for the sake of it. They're just Dead, doing it for the sake Deadpool of it. Deadpool in the films does it effectively, because you've... Because you've feel something for that character and you understand where he's coming from and also when he makes a joke it is actually funny yeah with her they've used it more as a look at this look at this about myself that I'm not going to just tell you out of my mouth and they're using it more like a throwback so in the first I mean so far anyway so in the first episode she's just like I'm She-Hulk this is how it happened and then there's the throwback and then we talk about... Let's talk about how it happened. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about how it happened. All right. So, let's can start... I, can, actually, can I, can I say something? Yeah. I'll start, if you don't mind. Okay. I, I have to start, because this bugs me. <laughs> it bugs me. They're going along in a car. We'll talk about what they're talking about in the car. But out of the blue, a UFO appears... An unidentified flying object proving aliens exist appears. And it's not talked about in the whole episode. No, that is, it is. It's not talked about. It is. Listen, and they she know goes and sees her parents and all this sort of thing. No, 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 they know they aliens exist. Yeah, but... Of course they do. It turned up in front of her. And it's not even talked about. It is, it is, it is. Where is it talked about? remember, this is... A, I, see, I don't mind I'm that because the world building has already been done for that in the Marvel Universe. So yeah, they, but this everyone, is pathetic. This is a, no, but this is a world where every human on the planet knows that aliens exist. Yeah, but how many and have she actually has ha, a, have had a car, nearly, their car, and then crashed into one? She has an alien sitting next to her in the car. It's not an alien. He's basically an alien. He's not an alien. Isn't he? She, she knows She's all that stuff cousin. exists. Yeah. She knows all that stuff exists. Yeah, that's not something that is affecting me. What I'm thinking is... Let, okay, let, we'll delve a little bit deeper into this. So... First, let's talk about what they're talking about in the car. I think it's okay. Oh, God, Captain America. The fact that the fact that God knows how many years after Captain America has suddenly sacrificed his life no. for the whole of humanity, and, and the one thing about. that she could talk about is whether he has lost his virginity during his time that he was alive is absolutely ridiculous. I don't even I mean, understand. I mean, this is just like I don't know what writers they've got on this show. I don't know why. I think it know, shows that the people I, who wrote this show are actually. <laughs> Not part of my world. That was, a, that was approved by a team that represents a multi-billion dollar organisation. I know. And it's been signed off by all the top bods. It's representative of what Disney want. And you're sitting there going, yeah. really? And in that car, they told us more about Captain America's origin story than they did tell us in this episode about her origin story. I didn't realise that. Tell, they, she talks right. about his origin story in that yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, and there's more depth in that origin story than there is in this entire episode about how she was built. That's sad. So then, okay, so that happens. That is sad. That happens. Then just as she's joking about Captain America being a virgin, the spaceship... Well, she's the assuming spaceship he's in a virgin, yeah. and I don't even know why. You know, it's just pathetic. So then the spaceship drops, <laughs> comes out of nowhere, ends up in front of their car, they swerve out of the way, the car falls over, yeah, yeah. rolls down this hill, she jumps out of the car. Did she jump out of the car? So she, she got out of the car. She comes out of the car, you know, she comes out of the car, she comes to the other side of the car, Bruce is stuck in the car. She opens the door, okay. right? And just small distinction, but as a human, when you try and open a door, you pull the door handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
she basically ripped the door off. Oh, God. <laughs> she, I didn't know Anyway, so she, so she opens his door. She, she undoes Bruce's seatbelt, right? Yeah. So Bruce falls down. She drags Bruce out of the car. Who is a lot bigger a lot, than her. A lot heavier than her. Yeah, yeah. Bruce is bleeding. Yeah. She's bleeding. She's got a cut on her arm. Yeah. Bruce's blood drops on her cut. Yeah. And that is her origin story. You know what? I must admit, when I saw that, I didn't, I didn't know the origin story of She-Hulk and I thought that was a really pathetic um, origin story because I must admit, because I was getting bored with this episode... <laughs> we're, I, only two, we're only five minutes I, 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 I thought, you know what? Why couldn't her blood drop on him and she become, and he become a woman or he become, suddenly loses his powers or whatever? You know, if it works one way, why can't it work the other way? Yeah, she's just a bond or human though <laughs> until she becomes She-Hulk, you know? Yeah, but I just, but then I just... actually he does do that later. He does in the later in the episode he says that I used your blood to cure my cut arm. Really, he said yeah, that. He said that. Oh, I didn't realize. He said that later in the episode. I, I, I think. The... And the other thing that they've addressed in have one I, have line. Have we watched the same episode? Because I'm now saying I didn't realize about See, three times. This is the thing. No, this is the is thing. Is that how boring it was if, for the first time I saw it? I'm telling you, the first time I didn't realize any of this stuff because I was so bored. But when you watch it the second time and you listen to the little lines, what the writers have done is they want to skip through issues. So they're given a one-liner to explain away a huge issue, yeah, right? Yeah. So there's a huge issue that we both brought up in this, which is the spaceship. Yeah. Yeah? I still see that as an issue. And I'll tell you why I see that as an issue. I thought they would have spent the whole episode trying to figure out what the hell spaceship was, why someone's come after them, and why, you know, everything's happened. Do you know how they explain this away in the whole episode? There's an episode with them in the lab, in Bruce's lab, yeah. in his place in Mexico. God this knows is, how they end that, up Yeah, there. yeah, I saw that part. Yeah, obviously. This, that, he that. says, it's a courier, and he was trying to deliver a message, and I don't know what happened. There was no malice from that ship towards him. Well, I must admit, I must admit, um, one, of the, one of the things that was coming through in the trailers. So I, did, I did see some of the trailers and there was a big thing about, uh, I don't know, it's almost like trying to make, Disney are into this thing of trying to make everything an extension of the Me Too movement or something, something that is empowering women or, which is it's good to empower women, but yeah. something to somehow, you know, elevate them to godlike status, you know. I, I'll tell you what and, I'll do. Hold on, hold on one second. So th- there's this whole thing that's the background to some of this stuff. Which, you know, I think most people take with a pinch of salt, to be honest. But you can't just make it me too means only talk about me. And this is the problem I found with that, that first episode. There were lots of things going on that, were, that became irrelevant that you might want to know about. For instance, the UFO. To be honest, to have an episode where a UFO is right at the beginning... And then that's it. Is bizarre. It's bizarre. That's basically saying, I let's talk about me. A UFO happens all the time. Why bother? You know, it's just bizarre. And then there's this whole thing that happens later on. Even even when she's in that, um, I don't know. I, I must admit, it was a she's in those public tours. I'm assuming it's at some sort of club or bar or whatever. And she's and. Out of the blue, these people give her, give her whatever, give her, help her out, which is nice. But you know, I've never seen that happen quite. You know, it might be her 
how, how people give away their jackets away just like that is I've not really seen much of that. But didn't she beat a guy up or really have a go at these? And it's like no repercussions. So it would have been nice to have a joke at the end we'll, of it. We'll where talk about a this green in a guy beat me up and the police having a go at me. We'll, what do you mean a green guy? We'll talk about this in a second. So let's talk about the origin story first. Because that no. is that is one thing on its own. So, do you know okay. the original or origin story? No, I don't. So, the original origin story from the She-Hulk comics is that Jennifer Walters... It's Jennifer Walters, isn't it? Yeah. Something like Jennifer that, Jennifer yeah. Walters, she is Bruce's cousin. Yeah. And she gets shot by the mob. Oh, right. right? Okay. And in desperation to save her life, with no other medical, you know, things around that Bruce can use to save her... Yeah. He gives her a blood transfusion of his own blood. That's a bloody good origin story, right? So he, so he. Oh, yeah, it's an excellent origin exactly. story. Exactly. So, so, so in that origin, and it links story, it to uh, being an attorney. I mean, it links it into so many things. It doesn't necessarily link. A, I mean, well, it can it link is, it to a story yeah. to an attorney if she's involved in the case. Or yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Boss kills, it's great. Shot, shots her, shoots her. Um, I think that is a far more compelling story, and the reason is is because. It's so character building and it's so telling of the relationship between what Bruce yeah, and Jennifer would be. Agreed. Whereas in this episode, I think one thing that the writers have struggled to do is build the characters. So they tell us what's happened, but we're not learning anything about the characters. I don't know what her life was like before the snap. I don't know what happened during those years the after being the when, snap happened. The snap being when everybody disappeared and came back. Yeah, when, when Thanos later. snapped everyone yeah. away. You know, this this is the thing, is like, Marvel's done this a lot, where they they claim to have built this amazing world, and they've been building the world in each of their films, but they keep losing sight of the fact that they've already built a lot of the world when they do the next project. Yeah. So, now I have a theory a series, about I have a theory about But now problem. we've got a series where, you know, you're introducing a new character, she's a 30-year-old single lawyer, right? Hmm. She's been there from phase one all the way to phase four. Yeah. Technically, yes. Yeah, she's been there. That's she's thirty years old, so she's yeah, been there yeah. for all that time. Yeah. That 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 sector of humanity has been through so much stuff that we've never been through, but they were using her like just a random person in our world today, right? Agreed. And you would think that she would have some level of character development as an attorney who has been through a snap, has had to go through education, whatever it is, is literally a relative of the Hulk. Agreed. Right. Agreed. That she would have some level of understanding of what's going on in this world or some level of groundedness about what it means to have powers. You know, all these She should actually have greater resonance with what they've been through because the Hulk and the Avengers saved the universe. So therefore, they had to put themselves in line. They saw their I mean, friends if, die. If my cousin saved the universe, I would feel some way about it. You know, yeah. Whether I hate them for being distant or I love them for being a hero, there's something about that relationship that should probably be explored and the thing is in this episode i know they're trying to do the origin story in the first episode but i kind of felt that it was so rushed and you know they've got opportunity to just space it out i agree except for one little thing you know do an episode where she's not even she hulk yeah i think that's an episode where you just learn about who she is she meets bruce at the end of the episode and then Maybe if you want to do the spaceship thing, that can happen at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Rather than be like, here I am practicing a speech. I'm She-Hulk. By the way, here's a 20-minute throwback to how I became She-Hulk. 
And at the end of the episode, so you'll see me turn into She-Hulk again. I know, it's pathetic. And, but, you know, this is this is another thing. And we're, we're going to come on to this whole, like, this thing that you're talking about, about female empowerment and all this, you know, the message they're trying to send. But the the origin story, that the original origin story was far more compelling. It's a better Dis- origin story. Disney could have easily done that. The idea that you yeah. can't put this episode out because, oh, we're not allowed to shoot, show people being shot. You're literally showing You're women <laughs> punching other women through walls, this and that. Women trying to be stabbed by men. Like, yeah, the idea yeah. that you can't show a gunshot is ridiculous. I know, I know. right? But the, the idea I... that you can't show someone desperate to save their loved one and give them a transfusion of their own blood is ridiculous. It is. It is ridiculous. But, the, um, but I have a theory. I yeah. do have a theory. I think Mark Ruffalo, who plays Hulk, saw the script and said... I don't want to be too, a part of this stuff because he's a serious actor. And I think, I, he, I could just imagine him sitting there going, I'll price my way out of this. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I must make myself too expensive. I'll, I'll price my way out of this. They've only got so much budget, which is probably a huge budget, but I'll price my way out of this and I'll be there at the beginning and the very end. And I think that's what's going to happen. No. I don't, I don't know about that. I think they probably would have just paid him the money for it because they're trying to get this off. On, they're trying to get this show off, you know. But I think um, I just felt like there wasn't enough character building moments. And I felt if you're going to spend 20 terrible, minutes, but terrible. if you're going to spend 20 minutes of her being with Mark Ruffalo, the Hulk, so if you're going to spend 20 minutes of She-Hulk and Hulk together, I felt like I would have just thought there'd be some sort of bond between them at the end. You I know, mean, they, 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 they of, did develop a bit of a no, bond, but, but you could argue it was all Shared already, understanding. Yeah. Not just understanding, but shared understanding. Yeah. And one of the big points for me throughout this whole episode watching it was she's never wrong about anything. She's never wrong yeah, about anything. Yeah. She she says what is her way and he just has to accept it. It's, she th- says... she and, and, and some of the reasons she gives, but we'll get into that, but... You know, she says uh, stuff like, I can control my emotions and we just have to accept oh, it. Oh, that really wound me up. And, and the, God, the reasoning that she gave, because I've been catcalled in the past and because men, <laughs> so many men are mansplaining <laughs> stuff to me. Like, So are you telling me that the reason that Mark Ruffalo is having difficulty, as Bruce Banner is having difficulty to, you know, dealing with the Hulk inside him is because women haven't catcalled him <laughs> and because women haven't tried to explain issues with no, him. The, and as a result, he's not trying to you know, manage his emotions. I, I sat The there. idea that she, the stuff that he's I been know, through, and he, he says it, he literally says it in the episode, he's like, it took me 15 years to get to a point where I could just be Professor Hulk, let alone yeah, turn yeah. from one to the other. Exactly. Just because she's been catcalled and had manspreading in the past, She's saying, like, you know, I've been managing my emotions my whole life. She can instantly turn from Jennifer Walters to She-Hulk at will. She doesn't even change voice. She, she can hide. alter ego. She can go back to normal. Well, one of the things that I... It, one of the things... I've got so many. But one of the things that did get to me... And I don't know. Maybe it only gets to men. Maybe it only gets to a certain type of man. I don't know. But when they were... When he was trying to explain to her that... Um, you got to be calm and you got to be able to handle anger and handle these sort of things. And she started talking about, I've been dealing with these things because people catcalled me and so on. My immediate thought was, Mark Ruffalo, or the Hulk, Bruce Banner, lost the love of his life because he effectively turned into a monster and has to live with that. And I don't quite see the comparison between that and someone whistling or calling you something 
that is not the same thing. It's not even in the same realm of scale. It's not even, you know, exactly, yeah. And I don't even understand how anyone who's writing can think that's okay to do that as a, as a, a comparison. And it does make you wonder, how, how, people who write this stuff, what world do they live in? Yeah. Generally, what world do they live themselves in? in the episode? Like they say, so, so basically, let's just quickly run through what happened. So, so Bruce Banner, he basically goes, oh my God, my cousin is now a She-Hulk. What am I going to do? And he's been relatively forward thinking. He's got a folder where he's documented everything that he's done in the last 15 years of how he's tried to solve this issue of duality between the Hulk and himself. What's worked, what hasn't worked. He's literally presented it with this folder of all the stuff that he's done. He said, it's really important. I've got life experience. I've been to different planets and spent two years as the Hulk. I've yeah. like fought all these people. I've done all these things. I've got evidence-based practice, which I actually believe in, which is a yoga style thing, yeah. mindfulness, which I'm using to help myself. And she says, nope, I've been through a hard life as a human woman. And therefore, I can solve all these issues. Just I've actually already solved all these issues. And I could take on this burden of being a She-Hulk and nothing will faze me. At the same time, while they're there, he blows an air horn at her and she turns instantly into She-Hulk. <laughs> what the hell? You know, and like, I get like they do things, they do things that will make people happy. Like he goes, look, uh, you know, spandex is your best friend because it's elastic and stretchy. But then they then don't follow that rule in the episode. So it doesn't matter what happens with her company, like her clothes. Her clothes. So her, her clothes just expand and contract to whatever she needs, which is fine, you know, it's a Disney show. But the point is, you can't play that joke and then that joke doesn't apply throughout Later the world. On, yeah, exactly. So I, I know people have the spandex thing, but just don't make that joke. We're all happy to accept the fact that you're not going to just suddenly have a woman with like all the clothes ripping off for every five seconds. It doesn't make sense. But you don't make the spandex joke and then do that thing. You know the saddest thing of all this? You've summed up the whole episode in about three sentences. Turns out She-Hulk, he wants to help her, she rejects his help, she goes away. Yeah, and he accepts it. That's the worst part. Well, he, he can't really do he much gives about all it. This evidence. He gives uh, all this evidence, they fight for two seconds, and he goes, oh, well, you know, we've, we've now gained mutual understanding through our fighting and destruction of my bar that I put with Tony, and now go off into the world and be She-Hulk. We good agree to disagree. Good be luck friends. with it. Yeah, good Just luck with fine. that, and I'm here for you if you need me. There's and, there's one thing that I do find, and and the, I don't want to. You know, I do find this again. It's so bizarre. I don't know why it is that they try to elevate people to be almost like godlike. You know when they're doing the exercises and they're doing the yoga and all that sort of stuff, and he's basically trying to show her how to do exercise, and she suddenly he becomes almost like a ballerina in terms of what she does and she can do everything and it's like the force awakens I te- I, the I, force I, awakened in her I, I, <laughs> she, I, she channeled I, Ray I would, I would have liked her I would have liked the actress to try to do that on her own rather than a woman animator showing so she, she, doing a she, cartoon Scooby Doo version of all this she channeled Ray from Star Wars it's, it's just, all, she, all that happened there was and I think this is a big problem is that there's, there's no problem in saying that she will be less good than the Hulk. Yeah. She has exactly. no life experience at this. Yeah. She yeah. has never done any of the things that she's supposed to be she doing. She may become better later. And but at least I know it's fun point. to I know it's fun to say, oh look how cool she is and you know, Ruffalo's getting frustrated and now he punched off a cliff. He punched his own cousin off a cliff. Do you know what you just portrayed yeah. to the universe? Yeah. That like 
the male egos will be so sensitive that if their own family member is better than them at something, they'll punch them, they'll in the punch mouth. them off a cliff. <laughs> you know, can't you just be happy for her? If she was that good, yeah. why couldn't you just be happy for yeah. her? And the other, so we'll, I'll talk about that in a second, but oh my God, there's so much to talk about this episode. So the, the problem with this episode it, is because it's a lot of talk about because we wanted it to be good and it wasn't. And it wasn't because it's almost like a lack of care. And, it, and, of... and I think what makes us so frustrated is it wasn't hard to make a semi-good episode. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. A, it wasn't like they had the biggest challenge in the world to make She-Hulk interesting. Because She-Hulk as a character is just interesting. A lot of people would have just watched this just because it says She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they didn't have to take like... It's not, it's not like like Danny Rand like you know Iron Fist where people mm. are like I don't even know anything about this character and now how am I going to believe yeah. in what they're doing some kung fu guy who's a white guy who's a billionaire you know that's yeah. much, that's a lot harder to sell to someone She-Hulk you've already got a proven Hulk which people are interested in She-Hulk yes, will be right. an interesting character but uh, the fact that they made it so uninteresting is is an achievement in itself um, <laughs> but I, I think the, the key thing is that we're, we're talking about here is one is character development there's hardly any two is they had interesting options which they didn't explore three is they wanted the main character to be perfect throughout yeah, yeah. she's perfect throughout she you know she says i'm jennifer walter i'm a lawyer i can control my emotions i basically saved bruce so bruce then used my blood to save himself and to heal himself he tried to teach me, but I told him that I know how to do it better than him. I actually was better than him. And then he just accepted it. And that's my origin story. Think about that versus I got shot and Bruce saved me with his own blood. And now I've got this side effect, which I'm dealing with. You know, do I love my cousin for saving me? Would I prefer that he let me die because now I have to live as the She-Hulk? Yeah. That's so much more complaining as a story. Like the conflicted emotions that she would have in the original, you know, origin story. Whereas this one, she basically just goes, my cousin's an idiot. Yeah, he dropped yeah. his blood on me. He then tried to teach me about how to be a Hulk when I already knew better than him. And I'm stronger than him. And I'm faster than him. And then he just eventually listened to I'm me. I'm just better than him at everything. I'm just better than him at everything. And now he's just listening to me. And that's it. Which is okay to be better than everything. But come on, you know. But no, but shouldn't you have to earn it? This she, is the thing. This is the problem with all Disney projects no, no, now. It, it, yeah. The characters, the same as the Ray problem. This is what I was talking about, The Force Awakened in her. It's the same as the Ray problem. She didn't earn it. She didn't earn it to be better than Bruce at anything. He's literally talking about his whole life. She never Since that, that moment that changed his life, he's been trying and trying and he still hasn't succeeded. Yeah. She succeeded before he even took her to Mexico to look after her. Just by the blood dropping on her, she already could handle that responsibility. Spider-Man had to earn his responsibility. Spider-Man did bad things when he first got his powers. Tony was arrogant when he first got his ability to, you know, mm. like create all this tech and everything. Yeah. People said, you're, you know, you're, arrogant, you're rash yeah, yeah, and yeah. arrogant, you're abusing your power. Your weapons are being used against exactly. the states. And all that so, stuff. so that journey that superheroes generally go on, where they're learning and developing, she's already done all that and we haven't been able to see it. So well, this is difficult no, but for this us is, now. We, we say that she's done it all, but the reality is it's assumed she's so perfect she doesn't need it. But that's what I'm saying when she's talking about 
my life experience, because of my life experience of controlling my emotions, I can handle all this. They should have shown us that. If they had shown us that, I would have had more understanding for the character. The character just saying it doesn't mean anything to me. You know, if if someone comes along and says, I'm the best, you have to prove to me you're the best before I suddenly start believing you're the best. Yeah. You can't just say it and me believe it. And there's a lot of the problems with this show. At the, I mean, the first episode anyway, we'll see how the rest goes. But they've, they've got a message that they want to portray, which is that women are strong. Women go through hard things. You know, there's nothing wrong with putting that message there. Mm. But like I said in the full commentary, the message is starting to come before the story. They're starting to put... They've got it's the message a message in their mind. There's no story. They've, they've got a story, but it's a rush story? story. What is the story in the first episode? There the story is just an origin, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah it's not even... The spaceship yeah, came it's... in the way. We dropped our blood on each other. I'm the She-Hulk now. And, I'm, just... and I've done all my learning because I'm a woman. But the, <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, if you had shown me her going through some hardship, you know, just, rather than that one man in the office who was being mean to her and, and demeaning her friend who was a paralegal... Rather than that one person, you could have get, spent an episode telling us, you know, that she's a lawyer, that she's in the middle of a court case, where her education was, generally building the world around her in her office and saying, like, look, this is how the men are towards her. It's difficult for her. You know, that, that sort of stuff. Then I would have been more accepting of her just saying, well, I've been through it all, so I can, you know, transfer at will from She-Hulk to human, <laughs> you know. So... That's the one thing. I think they're putting the message before the story. And the writers have probably been told, we want to portray this about our characters, and the story is this. I think the writers are only capable of writing those things. I don't think they're really I, capable I of mean, writing it's, anything it's, else. It's just like thing, Oh, God, yeah. It's, well, uh, it's awful. I'm interested to think, I'm interested to ask you what you thought about the acting. I, I, okay... What I thought about the acting, that's a... The actress who plays She-Hulk is not a bad actress. Mm. She's not a bad actress. What's her name? Let's get her um, name up. Tatiana something, is isn't it? it? No, I don't know. Well, whatever. She's not a bad actress. I think she could be a really good actress, actually. But... There's something, you know, there's something about the animation as well that I don't like. Let's just focus but, on the acting but the, first. But, but the acting... Tatiana Maslany. Right. I think I think she's quite a good actress. The actress, the person who is acting... Um, the person who is acting um, as her friend, playing ditzy, basically. Mm. Playing ditzy, but somehow mega intelligent or mega whatever. Um... I thought that was really. What can you do with a role like that? You know, what can you do with a role like that? The only, only actor, the only, only person. Than a minute, wasn't yeah, yeah. That lady. Only person, really. The only other person that was, I would say, is worth even considering is Mark Ruffler, who's a great actor anyway. I thought he was all right. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying because he's a man. I just thought he was all right. I think it's okay. I think oh, he was boy. limited. He was limited. In some respects, he was yeah. limited. Can you imagine if they had made that a bit more emotional? I mean, the guy is a brilliant actor. You look at his, you know, he's, he's generally a brilliant actor who is capable of showing really difficult emotions and dealing with difficult things. And they had the opportunity to do a little bit. I'm not saying they've got to try to win an Oscar in the first episode, but even if they gave it 30, 40 seconds of trying to do something, it would have elevated the whole thing. 
Mm. But they didn't. I yeah, I'll be honest, I think the acting was fine. And I think I now that you've said it, I do agree that they did not explore the talent of the actors as well as they could. Yeah, they're not interested in it. I think even if it's just her pulling him out of a car, you know, I th- there's a certain things that they could have done where they exp- if they used the actors better. You know this thing we started at the beginning where like 28 minutes out of the 37 is the blooming that show itself. If they had just spent a little bit more time on some of these, you know, make it slower pace, but uh, pulling him out of the car, that struggle, that desire to save your loved one or to save a family yeah. member. They, you know, it doesn't they take a lot of standard, effort. They could have done the bog standard thing where the car was on fire and she had to pull him out of a fire you know, vehicle on yeah, fire. Yeah. You know? That was, would have been so easy to do and it would have made me feel a little bit more about it. Yeah, but they didn't do it. There would have been a sense of urgency. Just like, you know, like now I'm that so we know sorry. that that ship had nothing to do with them, it wasn't even attacking that, them. I, there was no sense of urgency I'm so, I'm to get so, him out I'm of the sorry car. to go back to the UFO. But <laughs> the UFO, <laughs> it was a UFO. It was an unidentified flying object. And I don't care what anybody says. You don't go through the whole episode and not even talk about it. They did. I'm telling you, they he, talked about it in one line. That, yeah, no, that, means that, is, that is not talking about it. How, how, for instance, her best mate. There would have been some element of you can deal with the UFO. You can deal with her. You can do it. You know, how can you not? How can it not form anything in the entire episode? It's just a bit crazy, isn't it? It's mad. It's, it's mad. mad. She, especially the fact that she didn't bring it up. <laughs> it's just, just, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought the acting was fine. I thought, you know, they, the actors probably did as best as they could have done. Obviously, for the most part, they were, you know, animations. You know, the, so it, a lot of it was voice acting. I think Disney had fallen into a trap. Um, in Kenobi, Ewan McGregor, who is a great actor too, couldn't really do much with that, other than what he did. It's terrible writing. Is the it's writing that's writing. bad? And writing hinders the actors. And this is and here. The writing's even poorer. Mm. And it was pretty bad on Kenobi. I wonder what they cut out of it, because the the story is so rushed. I almost feel like there's nothing they cut out. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> the story is so rushed. It's it's like. I, I, I don't feel like... Oh, you're saying it's a 28-minute film because they made it in 28 minutes. I, I think I think it's 28 minutes of, of film. I think the whole thing. I don't think they have any anything they cut out because imagine the fact that they had to cut worse stuff out of this episode. Oh, God, yeah. Can you imagine that? Is that I can't think of something that she would have said. The stuff that they cut out so bad. The stuff that they cut out that must have been so ludicrous. You know, the lines that were written that they felt would need to be cut out of the show must have been so ridiculous. Do you think they had ghostwriters? Do you think they've you know, got we're the... never going to watch Disney films again or Disney um, one of the things, again? Yeah, one of the things that Disney has done is, is actually... Um, I've, se- I've seen uh, photographs and things. With this. It's a female writing team, isn't it? Uh, do you think they've actually got ghostwriters who are probably all men? And we don't want to sort of. <laughs> we don't want anybody That's to know what it is. I think I'm sure they've got a diverse range of writers, but I think. Oh, I don't think. I so. think the point. I think the point is, is that in this episode, it seemed like the message that was given the writers to portray to the audience was, um, you know, or the overarching theme of the show of female empowerment and things seems to dominate above the story and the writing. It wasn't really much about female empowerment in this particular show, apart from a couple of things. Show, it was to it was, show it, that she was a strong, it's independent It's going to go that woman. way. You can see it's driving itself you know, that way. 
But but it, it also just goes really... against the character that they portray because in the first scene, she's a nervous lawyer. And now she's saying, I'm so strong that I can just bear all the responsibility of uh, She-Hulk. So, you know, it's, it's, this is the thing. Like, There's so many contradic- uh, contradictions of what's done here and there. I'm not mad at the show. I think we've talked a lot about how bad it is. So I think some of the good things are, I felt the acting was fine. I don't think the actors did like a terrible job. I'm not going to sit here and say that I thought she couldn't show emotion or anything like that. I thought Ruffalo did fine as well. Um, you know, the, the other actors that were in that episode, they had very little to do other than just be in shock and awe when she turns into She-Hulk. Um, and then at the end, we obviously got Jamila Jamil as Titania, who comes in for five seconds and gets punched in the punched in the gut, and that's it. But so I don't think the acting I didn't have. That's another with. thing that upset me actually. What? Because in the whole film, it's like, uh, or the whole first episode, it's almost like there's the Avengers who saved the universe, and that's it. There's no, there's no view of superheroes or supervillains in this episode that exist among their, that's what their people. That's what Jimmy no, no. Jamil's character is. Yeah, but how did she suddenly become... Out of the blue, she suddenly becomes like a supervillain? Yeah, but you can't do two origin stories. No, but there could have been some element. Remember, they of haven't that. got an hour. They c- no, only, well, they haven't given us an hour. Yeah, <laughs> they've got an hour. They got. They <laughs> had a few minutes to set. They've got whatever they wanted. Instead of talking about it, instead of talking about the sexual proclivities of Captain America, they could have talked about the type of world that they're in. Yeah. They could have yeah, just talked absolutely. about the type so, of world they're absolutely, in. Absolutely, I'm sure they could have put in a line where Ruffalo says, "You know, there are people out there." Who are going to cause problems for you who have superpowers rather than just you know people will not like you because you're a monster because you're a Hulk. No, but even before they should become Sea Hulk, She Hulk, they could have talked about the world they're in. That, the yeah, world that's that I, they're that's in. That's why I said that they need a, a world building episode or yeah. you know part of the episode to be world building. They don't need to do the whole origin story in one episode, but it seems like what they want to go for ultimately is they just have an idea of a show in their mind. Some writer somewhere, some director somewhere said. I like She-Hulk. I like the idea of attorney at law. Let's quickly get over the superhero thing, and then we can start doing episodes where she's a lawyer and a Hulk. And that's probably what they you want do to do. You do realise that there's actually a flaw in the first episode that we're going to be laughing at throughout the following episodes. What's that? In the at right at the end, she decides to save her shoes and then I, I, talk, I talked about that in and, the commentary. And how much do you want to bet? Every time she turns to the Hulk, she doesn't have to think about her shoes. And yet there's something reappear. That doesn't matter. Yeah, but listen, that you can't just have a particular... I've already given her, I've already given her, uh, you know... Leeway to leeway. I've given her leeway with her clothes. <laughs> I've given her leeway Look, with it's, her clothes. It's, it's... So all that heel stuff, I'm, I know they're doing all the stupid stuff. I, that Fantastic doesn't... Four, the Fantastic Four, the first, the first uh, Fantastic Four film, where Sue Storm becomes um, invisible... In, you know, for the first time, but it suddenly reappears, and she has a. At least there's some element of consequence. They can, yeah, you've got to have you, some. What are you going to do? You're going to say that you want women to no, she had to be naked on no, screen. No, no, I'm saying that yes, the clothes are fine, not properly clothes. But if you've decided in the first episode the shoes don't survive, every time that's a, that's you, not even an issue. To you me. should have a spare pair of shoes. That's, all the time. that's such a minor or, issue. 
Yeah, but I, they could make a joke out of it. They could yeah, make they could be a running theme that joke. Doesn't, that doesn't matter to me. That's such a small thing that we can give leeway for. Yeah, but I'm and looking, so for, much I'm more looking to... for strands of hope in an episode that I found yeah, no, incredibly that, boring. I'll tell you what, that wouldn't even be funny even if you watched it. Her crushing her shoes, you wouldn't have even. No, laughed. no, her, her you would have hated. You would, I know Someone. you would have hated this episode so much that even if that all that stuff that you talked about just happened, you still would have been like, "This is a bloody rubbish episode." This, it was. It yeah, was, I, I honestly. I'm telling you that there's not many stuff, redeeming features. All the stuff about episode. oh, you know, her clothes aren't ripping correctly. No, but I don't have no problem with she's that. not. You know, there's nothing funny like oh, she gets big and then her cr- shoes crumble underneath her. All that stuff wouldn't have made any difference to you, and it, to be honest, it shouldn't make any difference. Because that's such a small thing in the context of the fact that they're not building the characters properly. There's no obvious relationship between her and Ruffalo or deep no relationship there's between no their family. Their story isn't there. I mean, we've they've got an, they've got a series to build a story if they want to, but it would be nice. So when if is they it going to start? It would be nice if they. It would be nice if they had given us some indication of where it was going. The, the origin story is not that compelling. It's very incidental about how she becomes She-Hulk. It's very incidental about the fact that she just happens to be able to deal with all of the responsibilities of being She-Hulk. Because a lot of what she says as justification of dealing with those responsibilities, of that power, is just the fact that she's a woman, which means that half of the population of Earth would be able to deal with this responsibility. So there's nothing special about her. In, in the weirdest way, the most special thing about her is that she has the same attribute as more than half the population of the, the globe. So... If only she had something that she'd been through that we could use to explain the fact that she can bear this responsibility more than the fact that, that it's her gender. Thinking. No, but this is not something that requires thinking. This is something that re- yeah, to requires write that type of writers stuff, to... to sit for 10 minutes and go, what's wrong with what we've written, guys? Is anyone willing to be the person who re- tears our script apart rather than us all patting each other on the back and saying, well done, we've done a first good episode? Someone just sit and say... Does this actually make sense, what we're saying? You know, have we actually built these characters? Are, are the audience going to connect with these characters if they just say, you know, oh, because I'm a woman, I can do this. Or, oh, because I'm a Hulk, I can just say this. You know, how about you give, a, give the audience a reason to connect with these yeah, characters? In the United States, in the United States, uh, television programmes tend to be... The big difference in the States and the UK is in the UK... Um, Maybe not so much now, but certainly in the past, individuals wrote the scripts. It wasn't like a massive writing thing. You wouldn't have 20 writers trying to put together a, an episode of EastEnders or any, any series, any series. Okay, In America, all the series are written by teams of people. It feels like yeah. that. Yeah, and, and one of the benefits that the Americans normally say about having the team is that the stuff gets torn apart and brought again properly. Here, they have a team There's no script doctor. that doesn't... Either they're so angry with people who dare to say that they're wrong, that they, those people are fearful of saying anything that mm. might be critical, or they just haven't even got a process in place to say, does this make sense? I think they're just... They're all patting each other on the back. Yeah. It's just that... It's, in, in the it, weirdest thing, the show that is telling us that a certain culture is wrong has got its own wrong culture, which is why the show's yeah, being made this yeah. way. It's saying, and yeah. the, the, the show that's saying that, you know, something needs to be addressed also needs something addressed. Yes. So, yes. you know, we we, we definitely uh, came off, off the path of what I was talking about there. We were talking about actors. So, yes, acting was fine. Animation, I was actually happy with it in this episode. In this episode, I was happy with it. Because <sighs> the trailer, I thought, was going to be terrible. 
and it seems like they spent a bit of money on this first episode. Whether this animation level stays but this at animation, this level... Don't you get the impression that... The, the problem I have with... I still, I still feel this about um, what I've seen. And that is that it's almost like she's had so many injections of Botox. Her skin, her features cannot change. So her mouth moves. Her I, eyes open and close. It's like a plastic doll that's been brought to life. But it actually, kind of is like features that. Yeah. Never, and that's not... We are that is going back to a style of animation that goes back to you it's know pre-avatar. what pre-avatar. It's, it's, forget about pre-avatar. It's pre-first avatar. That's even pre, no, pre-standard animation where it's all drawn, hand-drawn animation. No, no, no. it was not that bad. I think I, it was. I, if, I if think you look it was at terrible. Her, I think if I think you look at terrible. obviously like the Hulk. If you look at the Hulk in the episode, that's a character that's been animated through so many movies now. His animation is actually really good, and. Um, Looking at the way they've animated her She-Hulk character, the the main issue that I had was that there's no part of Jennifer Walters' human that is in Jennifer Walters' Hulk. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So okay. when you see Ruffalo as a human and you see him as a Hulk, there's some... It's, it's a bit strong to call it resemblance, but there's something about that that Hulk that he turns into that you can it's connect, got, you can yeah, connect yeah. with the human there's version of There's something in there. Whereas still part banner. Whereas the fact that she is, a, isn't she blonde? She's blonde, isn't she? No, she's not. She's a brunette, I think. I'm pretty sure she's. Have a I just, have I just lost my mind? I think she's a brunette. I'm pretty sure she's a brunette. But I'm, I'm sure watching the episode, I just thought there's no part of her, when she's a human, that. I can connect with when she's a Hulk. It looks like it just looks like two completely different yeah, people yeah. or yeah. things. Um, I can't believe I thought I they was, could have been two different actresses. To be honest, that, that's what I'm saying. It's oh yeah, you're right. She's brunette. I don't know why. I, I think she's, I, I, it could be two. I different. clearly lost my mind. Mark Ruffalo is Bruce. Forty Spanish. minutes of talking about how long yeah. have we been talking about? <laughs> Nearly an hour. an hour. An hour of talking about She-Hulk is longer than the episode. No. It's, but you know what? <laughs> There's so much to unravel. I left, I, I left the episode thinking, oh God, now. But at least it, it, it's something like a. No, it's like a rite of passage. You get through the first version and hopefully the, the first episode, hopefully the next one will be fine. Let's see what happens. That, that's, yeah, that's my I, feeling. I uh, let's just, okay, let's spend a couple of minutes just saying what our overall impression was because we've just talked about. We've talked about well, just a, a rating. We've talked about a rating, and, and I'm tired. Right. So, how would you so, rate it? How would you rate it? Um, it from and from a scale of um, food scale. Come on, let's use a food scale. From from a scale of uh, uh, food uh, well, that is digestible, to food that is non-digestible, um, it was prunes. <laughs> you just want to run to the toilet and it all get and release it all. Yeah, I just want to let it go. I just really want to let it go. Look, to me, I I must admit I do like cake. I must admit I am not a fan. I am not a fan of papaya. Okay. Okay. I would eat papaya rather than watch this. 
I think it was poor. It was really. You might need to eat papaya to distract yourself from it next time. I don't know. But well, I, okay. <laughs> but yeah, my general feeling was um, I don't I have understand, no desire to don't understand why they did it this way. Uh, it was fine. I can accept it as the first episode of a show. It wasn't like something that made me really, really angry. I just wish they had thought a little bit and um, perhaps done a few things differently so that a show that had a lot of potential and has some good characters which they can explore, um, you know, those characters were done justice, that story was done justice. I felt like they just ignored that for the sake of pushing a message, um, which I'm sure they'll probably just continue to do for the whole series. That's fine. I'm not going to get angrier every single episode. I hope not anyway. Um <laughs> But don't make me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. You're going to become the angry. You won't, you won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'll give it, I'll give it uh, prunes. Prunes. Uh, papaya. Let's hope the next episode is better. The, the, uh, I know you should finish, but I'm going to say, I think when Disney, what Disney does not understand is that people watch their shows and they're willing to forgive everything in the past and they come to those shows with goodwill and when these shows don't work it actually hurts in the sense that it really does you'd really you want to because you're so attached you, to the characters i didn't even know the character though i had no idea she you, you know you know it's I, a fun character no no i didn't know no i knew nothing about she hulk and i was willing to say forget the trailers because i i didn't like the trailers i thought they were rubbish the ones that i saw that is but you go to these things and you think, well, you know what? I'm going to give them a second chance. I, they're going to do okay. I'm going to give you my goodwill. I'm going to sit there and really want to enjoy it. And it peters out after the first blooming five seconds. It's, all, it's like you sit there thinking, what the hell? You're talking like someone who hasn't seen episode nine of Star Wars. <laughs> oh, God. Let's not go there. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to round off there. So, um, gosh, it's been uh, nearly an hour. Uh, thanks so much for uh, listening, anyone who is listening. Um, if you have any opinions about She-Hulk episode one... Leave them uh, in the comments. Yeah, and uh, give us some likes because there's no dislikes on YouTube <laughs> now, so that would be lovely. Uh, see you for episode two. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.